A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, now our high priest has obtained so much more excellent a ministry as is he is a mediator of a better covenant, enacted on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, no place would have been sought for a second one. But he finds fault with them and says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will conclude a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers, the day I took them by hand to lead them forth from the land of Egypt, for they did not stand by my covenant, and I ignored them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant I will establish with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds, and I will write them upon their hearts. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach each one his fellow citizen and kin, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to greatest. For I will forgive their evil doing and remember their sins no more. When he speaks of the new covenant, he declares the first one obsolete. What has become obsolete and has grown old is close to disappearing. The word of the Lord. Kindness and truth shall meet. Show us, O Lord, your mercy, and grant us your salvation. Near indeed his salvation to those who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Kindness and truth shall meet. Justice and peace shall kiss. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice has walked before him, and salvation along the way of his steps. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, 
whom he named Peter, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. So back to the letter to the Hebrews. Like yesterday, the first reading describes the transition, the transition from the old priesthood of Israel to the new priesthood through Jesus Christ. Jesus, who is the mediator of a new and better covenant. But the largest part of the passage that we read today is actually a quote from the Old Testament, the place where the new covenant started to exist as a longing, as a deep desire, and as a fertile ground for a new seed to be planted and to grow. Through the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, a covenant was established with the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, we all know how that ended with the Babylonian exile. But through Jesus Christ himself, a new covenant was made with not 12 tribes now, but with 12 individuals whom Jesus chose out of his own free will. Not because they were perfect, but because they were able and willing to learn and to play a role in history. Even Judas Iscariot. And even though in the Gospel of St. Mark you often hear the frustration of Jesus about those 12 disciples who very often seem to be real knuckleheads, these 12 apostles must have had something, some quality that made them fit to follow the Lord and become the foundation of this new Christian church. To know what these disciples made worthy to become the beginning of this new movement in history, we should go back for a moment to that quote in the letter of the Hebrews. There is a quote from the prophet Jeremiah saying, and he speaks the words of God here, I will put my laws in their minds, I will write them upon their hearts. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So the commandments are no longer carved in stone tablets, 
and no longer drilled into the minds of the Hebrew children. No, now they are understood intuitively because they were written upon the hearts of the faithful by the Spirit of God himself. And so we can find ourselves intuitively be drawn to God's will and against God's transgressions and to be an instrument for the kingdom of God. Because that is the way in which the new laws are promulgated by doing what Jesus did. Remember that Jesus gave the disciples the power to expel demons, to preach and to cure the sick like he did. And this new covenant rooted in the Eucharist is Christ's way of writing on our hearts and in our minds this new law. It's the living communion that we enjoy here together by which we are all transformed and blessed. So indeed, may we here at St. Mark Parish follow faithfully in these footsteps. <laughs>